Hello guys and welcome to the first ever Absolute Scenes podcast with me, Harry Polworth, your host or speaker or whatever you want to call it. Um, today I'm doing it all by myself for the first episode. Um, hopefully in the next couple of weeks um, we have a few different people come on, the likes of Kylie and um, if you if you ever see my YouTube um, channel, Harry Polworth TV, you would see that um, I did a podcast on there called Lil Podcast. Look, it wasn't a, well, it was pretty good, but it was just a bit hard, um, and especially with uh, restrictions and stuff, um, it was hard to get people over. So um, today we are going to um, we are going to start fresh on a different one. Um, so the first real thing we wanted to, I want to talk about is like the layout of the podcast. Um, and that's going to be like, so it's a Saturday night tonight, the 26th. And, um, I was thinking maybe we could do it every Saturday, but I think maybe every Monday night, because Monday nights are just after the sports finished, footy's finished on a finals is finished. Um, and then, um, I can do some other stuff as well. Um, talk about some other stuff that's gone through the whole week. Um, and then, yeah, I think that'd be, that'd probably be the perfect solution. Um, and yeah, I think I want to, there's different topics I want to talk about. I want to talk about, um, footy, um, different sports, um, and just life. You know, me and, me and some of the guys just, we just want to talk about life. Talk about some weird stories um, and stuff like that. But um, hopefully we might be able to um, invite someone over. You know, get some famous people on. But um, look, we need to grow that fan base and grow a different um, type of um, um, potty. But any any anything else, um, I think that's it. So... Um, the first question, the first thing I actually want to talk about, so I've got my laptop right here, and I'm, I'm going to get a random question generator, and I think, um, for the first one, I really want you guys to kind of, um, you know, like, um, like, get to know me a bit, um, you know, something like that, um, and yeah, so the first, I've just got this random question generator up, and it says, it says, what story does your family always tell about you? That's boring. Let's change. That's poor. Um, I'm not, look, I'm... Um, I think... Like... Number of questions. What are your favourite five... What are your favourite five words at the moment? Um, if you can't... Hmm, absolute scenes... Um, no, abs- I'd say scenes, um, pox, I use pox a lot, um, the, no, I'm kidding, that's boring, guys, um, what's another one, footy, um, uni, no, that's probably the least favourite words, um, COVID, no, once again, taking the piss, um, that's tough. That's genuinely tough. I'm going to go with three. Scenes, um, and the other two I just said. I've lost the plot, but, um, I'm going to do about ten, ten, 
10 of these. What's something that you completely don't understand? Okay, this is an interesting one. Um, I don't understand how Mike Wazowski, does he wink or blink? Like, that's one of the worst. Like, I don't understand it. Someone tell me an answer and have a proper definition, and then I'll understand, because that doesn't make sense. Um, that's absolute bullcrap. Another thing is um, why Essendon always been so bad, but we'll move on from that. Next one, how well do you think you understand yourself? Look, there's getting a bit bit deep for my liking, but um, I think I understand myself pretty well. I think uh, it's, a, it's a random question, but um, well, it's obviously random because we're doing a random question generator, but um, question generator, but I think I understand myself pretty well. I think sometimes I do think I'm tougher than I actually am. Like, let's just say, oh, I'd go and go to a club and I'm like, oh, if someone wants to arc up to me, I'll bloody fight them. But all my mates know I just won't. Um, and I'm, and I'm not like that at all. So, um, I think, um, sometimes I overestimate myself and sometimes I underestimate myself, underestimate myself as well. So, um, yeah, maybe that's something I don't understand about myself. What's the last big goal you accomplished? Oh, um, what big goals have I gone over this year? Not much. I think I've just had uni and stuff, so there hasn't been... And obviously, because you're on, online, it's a bit tough. But I think, obviously, VCE... Um, um, that's probably the biggest, last big one. It's been little things, but um, other than that, yeah. I'd say that's it. So uh, that was three questions. Oh, no, that's boring. Can you just not look over? How difficult is it for you to try new things? Um, I think sometimes, like, if I actually struggle with, like, new foods, that's a new way, that's a new one. Um, like, if someone's like, have a try this, and I know it will, like, if I know I'm like, I'm probably not going to like this, then I just won't. If you know what I mean? Like, if I'm like, um, no, I'm not going to like this. So, um, yeah. But I think, I think it actually is pretty difficult for me to join new things. If I know I like something, and if I know, like, um, yeah, like that stuff, then I'm pretty fine. Um, I mean, I struggle a bit, but, um, wait, what am I saying? No, I'm saying if I, if I know what it's not, like, I'm just, I don't take many risks and I do want to take more risk. And I, I used to always be that kind of person to be like, oh, make excuses for doing something. But now I'm a bit more different. Um, hopefully changing it up. What is the funniest false thing you are able to convince others it's true? Wait, what's the funniest false thing you are able to convince others it's true? Well, I'm going to take that as um, like, I've actually done this. Um, funniest false thing. Oh, there was something I convinced someone. Or I, I remember I told a girl in school that um, Chappelle Corby's my auntie. That's That was actually um, absolute bullcrap. And I actually fully took it. And I was like, are you that dumb? Um, but, yeah, that's that's five questions down. What if you're always... Nah. Complex aspect. What is? What do you think is the most complex complex aspect about yourself? Um, that's tough. That is tough. 
what's complex about me? The way I think about stuff. I think about maths a lot, even though I'm not good at maths. I think about it a lot. I think about a lot of, like, the world a lot. But I, think, I, don't, I don't know if that's about myself. I was just other stuff. So I'll just put that. I've just got six. What do you think people pretend to like when they really don't? Um, music. To in, music, food. Um, oh, I do it as well, to be honest. Um, another person. Stuff like that, just to really like try and um, impress someone or absolute talk shit. What, what's something that I pretend I like when I don't? Food is another one, I think. I'm pretty fussy eater, so if someone's like, do you like this? I'm like, yeah. Unless you don't give it to me, I'll just say I like it. Is there any place you have no desire to visit? Not really, to be honest. I don't think, because I think... Uh, so the question was, is there any place that you have no desire to visit and why? Um, I don't think I have any place. I think every place in the world's pretty... Um, I guess there's other states in Australia that I'm like, I don't care that much, like Sydney. But, because um, it's basically Melbourne. I don't even know. I think it's just like, there's not much different. Um, but most places I'd be like, yeah, that's sick. I guess places that are dangerous, like Iraq, uh, and there's war in them, but I don't know. I think that's it. I'll do two more questions. Uh, what is socially acceptable today that you won't think, that you think won't be in 10 years? Essays. Surely they're not. They're not even acceptable, but they just don't get in trouble and they think they're top crap, but like surely they're not going to be socially acceptable. Like, in 10 years, if an Esha's around and they're not getting pulled up by the cops, I don't understand how, to be honest. But other than that, surely there's um something. So Surely there's something. What's your plan? This is a good one. What's your plan for surviving a zombie apocalypse? So, look, get the car. Get the car. Um, get some of the boys. Look, but... Some of the guys have to drive themselves, so get a few knives, get us, and, and we're... So I just decided that um, I wanted to say where I lived in this podcast, so I've cut that out. Um, so we're talking about zombie apocalypse. I think, yeah, just get your knives, get out of town, um, find somewhere that isn't going to be... Um, uh, not going to be easy to find and somewhere... That we're all going to live. But there's not have to be enough stuff. You know what I mean? I watched The Walking Dead for a long, a long time. And um, you've, you've, got to, you've got to have a mix of not being in a busy area. Because that's where the zombies are going to be. And, like, you don't want to run out of resources. So you need to be around there. So that's, that, that's all the random questions done. Now, this is big. AFL Finals Predictions. This is actually huge. I've done... Look, to be honest, this is not the first time I've done this podcast. I've done it about two times. This is the third. And I'm about to do the AFL predictions. Last time... It will be the same as this time, so I'm not even going to say it. Um, hmm, so, ladder. Wait. Predictor. So, obviously, um, I'll, I'll talk, go through every team and see... I talk about firstly. I talk about teams I don't want to win it. So, 
Um, teams that don't want to win it. Simple, Richmond, Geelong, Collingwood. Um, that's basically it. Don't, don't really care about St Kilda. Don't, they won't win it, but, um, yeah. Anyway, let's go. So, first game is the qualifying final, and that's Port Adelaide versus Geelong, and I'm backing Geelong to win this. They finished fourth, but they've got a very strong side. They're actually the highest percentage out of any team in the comp. Um, and I think they'll win, um, That which we'll take into the prelim. Um, no, I think they've just got a strong side. I don't know if they'll make the grand final, but, um, yeah, it's hard to tell, it's hard to tell. So the next game is... Brisbane versus Richmond, and that's a very good game. Second versus third. Um, Richmond beat them earlier in the year, I'm sure. Yeah, I think they did. Um, and I'm bit, I'm, they're going to win it again. I think they're going for the prelim. It's going to be hard for Richmond not to win the flag, to be honest. They're the best team. They've the, been the best team in the last couple of years. So, yeah. Oh, wait one second. And then the other two finals. These are big finals. West Coast versus Collingwood. Words can't describe how much I don't want Collingwood to win. But, um, they'll lose. Thank God. Get, come on, Eagles. Come on, baby. But, um, yeah, Eagles to win. They smashed them by like 70, 60 in the game um, early in the year. So they'll do it again. Um, maybe not by that much because it's a final. But, um, Dominant game by the Eagles, I reckon. And the last game is St. Kilda versus the Dogs. Very big game. Sixth or seventh. And I'm predicting the Dogs to win. Based on the fact St. Kilda don't have much finals experience, players. Um, and I just think the Dogs' midfield will overpower them, to be honest. It'll be a good game. It'll be a great game. But I'm backing in the Dogs. Not by much. So the next game is Port versus Eagles and Brisbane versus the Bulldogs. So the first game, Port versus Eagles. Port to win. They'll beat West Coast in Adelaide, I think. Um, that's a pretty disappointing year for the Eagles not to even make a prelim with the side they have. They should really be in the top four, but um, still a good chance for this game. But, but yeah, I think Port to win. Um, close. I remember a few finals ago, Shuey kicked a goal in the second thing of overtime, extra time, and after the siren, and he and he dropped the dropped his shoulder. So, um, if anyone does that this game, I'm I'm punching a few walls, but I think Port will get in. Rich, uh, I think this one's an easy one. Brisbane versus Western Bulldogs. Brisbane, Brisbane, pretty convincingly, I think. Um, yeah, I don't see how they don't win it, I think. Obviously, the Dogs could make a late surge um, for the flag, but I I don't think they can. I don't think they will. Um, and, yeah, Brisbane to go into the prelim. So the next round is Geelong versus Brisbane at the Gabba. At the, I, I think. Uh, sorry, sorry for that one. So it was Geelong and Brisbane at the Gabba. So Brisbane are away, but they're not. It's basically the same ground. 
um, Richmond versus Port at, oh, I'm not sure where that will be. Might be Gabba again. Or Gold Coast, I'm not sure. But I'm backing in Brisbane. Brisbane to beat Geelong. And that's a big call because Geelong have been pretty good this year. Brisbane are very on and off. But, um, yeah, well, not very on and off. They just... Um, I'd say Geelong are more reliable, if you know what I mean. Um, and then Richmond versus Port. Richmond to beat Port. I think Richmond... I don't see anyone beating Richmond this um, in the finals, to be honest. And that's why I'm saying for the grand final, Brisbane versus Richmond, which will be an absolute belter. Richmond to win. To win. Um, which, which hurts me to say. I don't like Richmond um, at all. And every, all my mates know that. Um, but... What can you do? Brisbane versus Richmond in the area final. And Richmond to win the flag. Why is, Why can't the Bombers just be in the bloody... Why can't the Bombers just win a flag, be in the finals and win a final? But anyway, that's... um, That's... That's it, I think. I think Richmond to win the flag. And I think Norm Smith... Early predictions, Norm Smith. I don't want to say it, but... Dusty, I think Essen. I think the AFL love. Uh, I think the AFL love Dustin Martin. If he doesn't win it. I think. I don't know who else could win it. You'd think Koch, maybe Cochin, but I don't think Cochin's that good anymore. I think, obviously, he's pretty solid, but he's nowhere near as good as he used to be. Um, Basher, Basher's dropping off. Um, but they're that good, so... Dill Grimes, Dylan Grimes. Could we... Oh, no, I'm just going dusty to win the Norm Smith. That's a big call um, from now, but... Um, yeah, I don't, I don't see anyone beating him. Now, we've done that one as well. I want to go for an all... So the All-Australian team came out... Um, on was it Thursday night? Yeah, it was Thursday night, and it was very highly criticised. To be honest, it was very heaps of positives, heaps of negatives. Oh, actually, there was not many positives. Um, we'll go from the. We'll just read out the names: Brad Shepherd, Harris Andrews, Luke Ryan, Nick Haynes, Darcy Moore, Darcy Byrne Jones, Jack McRae, Travis Boat, Cam Guthrie, Nick Nantanui, Christian Petrarca, Lockie Neal, Paddy Paddy Dangerfield, Captain Charlie Dixon. Marcus Bondapelli, Liam Ryan, Tom Hawkins, Dustin Martin, Jack Steele, Taylor Adams, Caleb Daniel, Max Gorn. Now we'll go for start from the back. Brad Shepherd, um, I think deserved, maybe not over Ridley, Maynard and a few others, but um been a very good player for a while, just just getting noticed now, so yeah, not sure. Now how I see injuries He's the best defender in the comp, so there's no nothing really going against him. Luke Ryan, debutante as a All Australian, yep, deserved it. Very good, had a very good season. Nick Haynes, very good season once again. Now this is where it starts to get bad. Darcy Moore did not deserve it. One hundred percent did not deserve it over Jacob Wiedering. Jacob Wiedering, Stephen May didn't even get in the forty. I don't know how he didn't get in the forty. Um. They're the two big other key defenders that I would not see Darcy Moore going over the top of. I think Jacob Wiedering's All-Australian 
Let's have a look. I'm going to have a look at Jacob Wittering's stats. Um, let's have a look at his stats this year. Um, I think he's been very good. Like he's, um, Maybe I could go on, actually. I could, I'm going to go on here. Actually, no. Actually, don't worry. Um, I felt Jacob Wittering this year. Stats. I reckon he's been way better. I don't get this. What does that mean? Stuff it. I just think. I think Wittering's had a better season. Um, he's just locked down defenders. Doesn't have. Doesn't have many bikes. Um, kick goals on him, and obviously Darcy Moore's been good, but I don't think he's been anywhere near as good this year. Let's have a look at his stats. Um, his averages. He's averaging 11 disposals, um, four marks. What's that? Goal assist? No. No. One tackle. Um, and averaging 74 in Supercoach. That doesn't really matter. Um, let's have a look at Darcy Moore's stats now. Obviously, it's going to be a bit different. He gets a bit more of the ball. Um, 13 disposals, 4 marks. I want to say goals kicked on. Um, I want to say goals kicked on. Why is it not? Um, uh, I don't know how to check that, to be honest. I don't know how. I'll have a look. Goals... I think, but it's different because Darcy Moore's an intercepting player. He's a, I don't, I don't understand. I don't think Darcy Moore had a better season than Jordan Ridley. I think, I think um, Ridley had a better season as an intercepting defender. Obviously, they relied on him a bit more than um, um, than um, Darcy Moore, but. Oh, let's have a look. Which defenders have conceded the least amount of goals this year? This might have been earlier in the year. Two months ago. So that's not good. But look. Yeah, look, that's not working for me. Anyway, I just think Jacob Wadering, good on him. Better player, better player. Um, does it say on here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Twenty twenty. Oh, there's stuff like one percenters, but they don't really matter when you're a key defender. Um. Okay, let's just go to the next next name. Darcy Burn Jones, obviously debutant in the team as well. Probably deserves it. Had a very good couple of years, but I don't. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think he's had a better year than Ridley and Broden Maynard. Um. So let's go midfield. McCray, Boke, Guthrie, Nick Natnui, Pachaka, Neil. Obviously, Pachaka and Neil deserve it. Same with Nick Natnui. Same with Boke. And Guthrie and McCray probably deserve it. I don't know if they deserve it over the likes of Sam Menangola. And maybe... Because they're not even wingmen. I don't understand. I, I think if you put an all-Australian team, you're putting the best players in the position. Because if you're going all-Australian, you're going, these guys are the best wingmen in the comp this year. These forwards, the best forwards in the comp this year. So I don't, 
I think what's his Menegola's been the best wingman of the year, but I think it's not like Cam Guthrie, Jack McRae don't deserve it. Anyway, the forwards, Danger. Why the hell have they put Marcus Bontempelli, Paddy Dangerfield and Dustin Martin as forwards? They're not forwards, they're midfielders. They, they, yeah, I get that Dusty and Paddy Dangerfield play time in the middle, but you're not saying these guys are the best forwards in the comp. They're not. Dan Butler, stiff. Tom Papley, stiff. Liam Ryan, deserved it. Charlie Dixon, deserved it, Tom. Because they're forwards. You don't see midfielders put in the back line. So it's just, it's just shocking. Like, Marcus Bonapalli, put him on the bench. And it's just like these guys, are, these forwards, deserved it. They're, they're, they're doing their job. And these midfielders, the All-Australian selectors are like, oh, um, look, we need to put these blokes in. It's embarrassing if we don't put them in. So, um... We can't do anything. Like, we've got to put them in somewhere. It's like, piss off. That's bull crap. Um, and then the bench, Jack Steele, obviously deserved it. Probably should be in the starting midfield over... Actually, they're... Mm, no, I reckon those three are probably better than him. Tyler Adams, um, once again, deserved. Caleb Daniel and Max Gorn, I think they all deserve it. Uh, Caleb Daniel's been late this year, but um, yeah, it's something that just I don't like about the forward line, and I think a lot of people agree. If you if you agree, let me know. Um, also, I want to say, guys, I want to put this on like make a Facebook page or something. Absolute the absolute scenes podcast. Um, maybe even Instagram, so you guys can maybe ask a few questions. That'd be a late, but um, yeah, um. Australian, there's my All-Australian reaction. There's a few things. It's like, who is the unluckiest to miss out on a spot? And the All-Australian team says, Dylan Grimes, very. Oh, actually, yeah, he is. Tom Jonas, unlucky. Ridley, Weedering, I think Weedering, Menengala, and Dan Butler at my. Unlucky, unlucky ones. Butler, Papley again, very good. Nat Fife. Brandley medalist last year, and they even got in. He missed a few games, but I guess that's it. Menegola and Gaff. Gaff stiff as well. And I'm going to put... Uh, what are doing? Dan Butler. Dylan Grimes, 16%. Nat Fire, 15%. I think Papley's body stiff. I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but I think Papley and Butler should be instead of... Bonson Pally and those other blokes. Anyway, um, that's it for my All Australian reaction. Now I'm going to do some, we'll do retirements and delistings quickly um, as they've been handled. I might do maybe if some more have been announced next week or should I just do them all at the end of the season? That's a tough one. Maybe this week we'll go over trade rumours. And we'll go over a few bikes that have been delisted. Big names that have been delisted this week. Um, this oh actually let's just let's just go over them all. Bryce Gibbs retired. So a few clubs haven't given any names, as in retirements or delistings. Brisbane, Geelong, Richmond, St Kilda, Sydney, and Dead Dogs. Um Bulldogs. Uh, okay, so the first Adelaide have delisted Riley Knight, Ace Taylor, and Paddy Wilson. Don't know much about them. Riley Knight was a um, 
was in their premier in the not in their premier in the grand final team. Bryce Gibbs obviously a very big contribution to the game. Don't I didn't click it. Bloody hell. It's on a Carlton went um delisted Hugh Goddard, Darcy Lang, Finbar O'Dwyer. Bloody hell. Um Finbar O'Dwyer, Ben Silvani and Matt Cruiser and Kate Simpson retired, obviously. Um Darcy Lane came from Geelong. Wasn't very good. Finbar, do I don't know much about him. Ben Silvani. Bit surprising because he's Stephen Silvani's son. Um Hugh Goddard was okay in the VFL a few years ago, but obviously not enough for AFL level. Um Cade Simpson, obviously, great champion of the game. Most losses in AFL history. But um done a lot more for that footy club. Um Matty Cruiser, obviously a bit massively injury prone. Um, alongside the guy we're about to talk about. But, um, yeah, Matty Crowe's a very good career. Both of them had very good careers. Um, as well as Collingwood's Ben Reid, who was announced his retirement just a couple of days ago. Um, very good very good player in his prime. Um, but, obviously, they put him in the forward line and they put him back, forward line, back, forward line. I reckon he was a better defender, but, um, yeah, there's not much you can do. I think Cox was taking his place, which... I'd be pissed about if I was him, but um, what can you do? Now Essendon, my my beloved club, Joshy Beggs, Noah Gown, uh, Mitch Hebbard, uh, Smack, Sean McKernan, and Kobe Much all been delisted for, and Connor McKenna retirement going back to Ireland, and Tommy Belch, um, obviously Connor McKenna's came fourth in their best and in our best and fairest last year. And Tommy Bell Chambers, been there for 13 years. Um, don't know how he's still there, to be honest. I've, I haven't rated him, but Sammy Jope is way better than him. Um, Joshy Beggs had a, had a good first year and then just dropped off. Doesn't have the skills to pay the bills. Um, Noah Gown, never played. Mitch Hibbert, weird one. Recruited him, didn't play him in the right position. Um, Sean McKernan, been good for six years. Should not have been there for six years. Cody Much had talent, was a good VFL player, but as like every Essendon player, good VFL player, but they can't play in the AFL side. Anyway, um, they need to make more changes. Frio, Isaiah Butters, Jason Carter, Hugh Dixon, um, Tom North, Dylan O'Reilly, Jarvis Pena, and the two big ones, Brandon Matera and Ken McCarthy. I wouldn't call Ken McCarthy a big one. He's just a big name um, for being absolutely dog poo. Um, he walked out in the club halfway through the year because he knew he wasn't getting a contract, so piss off Cam. Um, Brandon Matera, um, very on and off, could kick a few, but not reliable, so that's what Freya are looking for, obviously, with Justin Lungamir, I want, they don't want list clockers like Brandon Matera, so, get off, get off a list, Brandon, don't know if these guys will get, I don't know if any of these guys will get um, chances at other clubs, but we'll see, Gold Coast, Jonah Bunyard, mate. I don't know if you're listening. You probably won't be listening. But um, one of my mates, Jonah, a massive Gold Coast fan. One of five in Australia. But um, Jacob Dawson, Corey Ellis, Sam Fletcher, Pierce Hanley, Jacob Heron, George Holland-Smith, Jesse Joyce, Anthony Miles, Mitch Ridden, or Rawdon, Josh Schoenfield, um, Miles, and George Holland-Smith are tired. What? And Hanley. Anthony Miles is like 28. And Hornsmith, 27. What is going on at the retirement village of Gold Coast Suns? Mate, that's horrible. Pierce Hanley, I think Pierce Hanley's like... 
I think he's old. He's been going around 31. Yeah, that's fair. What about... Let's have a look. No. Anthony Miles' age. Yeah. 28. And he got recruited last year. It's weird. I think he's just injury prone or something. Uh, George Horn Smith was promised to be good at Geelong and then just never really lived up to the hype. So, yeah. Doesn't doesn't add much. Um, delisting Corey Ellis. What the hell? Bombers were going after him a few years ago. Thank God we didn't because... Thank God. Um, anyone else? Dawson and Heron played a few, but not great. GWS. Tommy Sheridan has retired so, along with Sammy Jacobs. How? How has Tom Sheridan retired from AFL? What the... That's oh, that's worse than Tommy Balch. Way worse. Um, that's shocking, to be honest. I don't know how. Wasn't ever very good, but he's a pisser. Sam Jacobs, very good player for Adelaide, but as we've said, um, just passed it and needed to go, to be honest. Hawthorne, Connor Glass, Ricky Henderson, Paul Pulopolo, and Ben Stratton, obviously. Pulopolo and Stratton won two prim- three premierships together. Um, very good player, Stratton. Still captain, so it was a bit surprising. Pulopolopolo, um, good player. Came to a primary school of... When I was in, like, grade five, gave me nothing, so I wasn't a fan. Don't like him. No, he's a good player, but uh, don't really like Hawthorne, so there you go. Ricky Henderson, mm, good player, but didn't have much of a career at Adelaide and came over. was probably near Australian last year, but they don't give... They don't like... Australian, all Australian selectors don't like giving blokes a good... Um, if one player has a great season... Like an absolute all Australian season in their first best year, then they don't give it to them. They have to have like two good seasons in a row. And Connor Glass is going home to Ireland alongside Kyle McKinner, Melbourne, Carl Dunkley, jo- Josh Wagner, and Corey Wagner. What can I say? They're poo. Um, North Melbourne, Paul Ahern. This is massive because they were absolutely poo as well. Um, like Essendon, Paul Ahern, Jolly Crocker, Joel Crocker, Majak Dor, Sammy Durden, Hosey. Jacobs, McMillan, Murphy, Pittard, and Marley Williams, and Big Dog Mason Wood. Um, pretty surprising. Jay McMillan had was good was good for a few years and then just dropped off. I don't think he's up. To, I think they've realised they need a bloody rebuild. So what they're going to do with blokes like Jay McMillan, Marley Williams, and Justin Pittard in their side probably not much. Mason Wood had talent and then. Didn't do much with it, let's be honest. Paula Hearn looked good in these first couple of games for North. Didn't do much. Mad Jack surprised a little bit because they talked him up so much when he returned. And then didn't do much else. And, got de- and then got dropped. And it's a bit like, I don't know. Ben Jacobs' concussion was pretty good. Pretty good tacker at the time. But it's way too injured. Um, and yeah, I think maybe a Pittard, Mesa Wood might get a go at another club. Now, it's a bit surprising. North, um, I mean, Port have... Um, are still in finals, so um, I don't know what's happening here, but Riley Grundy, Willie Buzzer, or Wiley Buzzer, Tobin Cox and Joe Atley, um, all being delisted, um, Joe Atley, brother of Brody, and I mean, Riley Grundy, brother of Brody, and then Joe Atley, brother of Sean Atley at North, um, Jack Watts got slammed um, his whole career because he was Played in a shit ass Melbourne side and West off. Absolute champion, a bit of a warrior. 
Last one is a retirement at West Coast. Will Schofield. Um, mm, mm, good player. Solid player, but nothing very special. I think he was nearly cooked at the end, to be honest, and still got bloody Jordan to go in his pocket. Ooh, big call, big calls. So we need to have a look at the trades, big trades. I've got a few written down here. Um, as in trades, um, I'll just write, I'll just write where they might go. Um, one second. Uh-huh. So we got, the first trade room was Jack Graham. Jack Graham was linked with Adelaide. Um, Essendon, Carlton, because they all need a big body midfielder. But I don't know why Carlton would need him. They've all got the one one pace midfielders that's slow, but um, except for Walsh. Um, but yeah, Graham um, signed a new four year contract at Richmond. To keep him there, but obviously had that great twenty seventeen grand final where he kicked three or four. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, three or four. Um, in, yeah, I don't know. Kick three or four Horton was very good, but hasn't had massive numbers since. Ben Patton from St Kilda. He's actually been um, very good this year. He's been a bit under the radar, um, but um, been very good. Next one is, um, he's, sorry, he's linked to Essendon. So Essendon need a big, uh, is a, maybe a small defender because Connor McKenna's left and maybe Saad will be leaving as Saad has been linked with Richmond, Carlton, North, and Melbourne. Um, if he leaves, I'll crack the shits. Give him what he wants, Essendon. Give him what he wants, Dodoro. Like, who cares? Like, if he wants another year and he wants a bit more cash, then give it to him. I'd rather have him than Joe Danaher in the side. Um, Jack Gunston's been posed as a target of um, Collingwood's. Um, not sure, I think... Hawthorne love him at the club. I think he loves the Hawks. But if he leaves, then good on him. Um, Sean Higgins, obviously part of the North. And um, obviously, um, they're not going anywhere. So you might be thinking, look, I want to try and win a flag. Might try and want to win um, a few games. Might want to go to finals. So he's been linked with St Kilda and Geelong. Geelong tried to go after him last year, but he signed a new contract. Um, Ben Brown. Basically got told piss off by Reese Shaw. I think that's a big call because now what senior players they're going to have next year. Let's have a look at their list. North Melbourne are in all sorts, all sorts. Let's have a look. North Melbourne players. I think their best player is Ben Cunnington, and he's not getting on the pitch. Let's have a look. Jed Anderson, Higgins. They've got young blokes, and don't tell me Jack Zabel's good because he's poo. Davies Uniac, Cunnington, Luke McDonald, Simpkin, Pollock. Pollock's linked to leaving as well because he's getting dropped every week. Um, Paula Hearn left, of course. Um, they've got decent potential with Larky and Zerha. What happened to Dom Tyson? He's he was good. He was good at Melbourne for a bit. Jasper Pittard obviously left. Robbie Tarrant. So they've basically got. The senior players, I'd say Anderson, Higgins, but Higgins is of of course um, linked to leaving. 
It's like Anderson, Higgins, Zabel, Cunnington, who's bloody injury prone, Simpkin, who's improved, but not a, I wouldn't say he's a senior senior player. He's been there for four years, three, four years. Um, Luke McDonald, don't know, had a good year, but I don't know if he's a leadership type. Um, Robbie Tarrant, Todd Goldstein, of course. But Todd Goldstein be, would be getting on um, with age. Um, who else have they got? Um, Aaron Hall, well, I reckon Aaron Hall might leave because he's done nothing and he's actually not that good. Um, when you get a number 43 at a club, you, you, you basically don't, except when you go to Carlton and you're Will Setterfield and you go to Anthony Kudafiti's number, but other than that, you don't get it. If you get a number higher than 40, except for Sadi, that's 42 is always his classic number, but you get what I mean. Zerha is probably their highest potential player. Um, so, yeah, North is stuffed. Um, next one, Daniel Tarley has been linked to Essendon. Seen he's been seen as a gettable, um, gettable target as Adelaide is still in their rebuild. Um, maybe he'll leave, maybe not. Being good, he's obviously good friends with Ben Rutten. Um, next, Zach Williams, probably the biggest free agent this year, alongside Jeremy Cameron. Um, yeah, Zach Williams, I think. He's done. He's done it. GWS told told them he wants to piss off, and I think he'll go to Carlton. No one really wants to go to North except Aiden Core. He's been. He's just gone. No, I'm not staying. It. I'm not staying here anymore. I'm not staying any here anymore because I'm Aiden Core. That was that was gorgeous. But um, and then yeah, that's it. I said sad. So there's all the trade rumors. Um, I'm nearly done here, but I just wanted to last thing I was gonna say was um COVID. Um, obviously restrictions are on ease. I'll try and get another, do another podcast next week. Um, and yeah, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think this is, I'll try and get someone else on next week. I'll invite, um, enjoy it. Um, I'm enjoying it already, but, um, need to really like put it on, see what happens. But, um, yeah. Get around me. Get around me. If you guys enjoyed it, um, share it around. Tell a few people. Be like, Harry Poet, this Harry Poet bloke, he's on. But um, thanks, guys, for listening. I really appreciate it. And I'll see you soon. Absolute scenes.